Hello, returning happies and new listeners. This is Steve Bennett Martin. And this is Stephen Martin Bennett. And, and welcome, welcome to, to A Lifetime, Lifetime of, of Happiness. Happiness. The podcast where we take you on our journey through some of the movies, television shows, and other bits of pop culture that are helping keep us happy, while hopefully bring a smile to your face along the way. And today we're doing something a little different. We're giving you a glimpse into our lives because it's our fifth wedding anniversary. Yes, it is. And so rather than talking about the movies, television shows, and other bits of pop culture, we're going to be talking about our trip to New Orleans. Yes, because I can go ahead and tell you right now that that made me extraordinarily happy. Yes, uh, me as well. I would say that it was probably one of the happiest vacations that we've ever been on. I would say it's definitely for me my favorite vacation we've ever been on. Yes, and so we will be resuming with our conversations of our favorite movies next week. But in the meantime, enjoy the special look into a trip to what it was pretty, for the most part, a dog-friendly weekend yes, in New Orleans. Because Remy Ken's got to go with us. Yes, he did. And so we started off driving from Florida to New Orleans. It was about a 10-hour drive. It and was. we travel extraordinarily well together, it ends up. Yeah, it turns out that we do because there was no bickering. It wasn't, do you need to go to the bathroom? No. Or, uh, can we please pull over? Like, there was nothing. It was... He- Playlists and yes. singing and talking and yeah. resting. I was gonna say, and I know for 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 myself, the road trip playlist that I've been listening to on Spotify recently has been "Feeling Myself," which is when you're trying to be, feel like you're that bad bitch. But what were some of the songs on our main playlist that we listened to together that you were nice enough to set up that you loved? So I went through and I was creating a playlist, but I didn't realize how long it had gotten. And it was like seven and a half hours of music. So you've got my favorite songs from the 80s, 90s, 2000s, and some of the best songs of the last decade sprinkled in there as well. You've got some Paul Abdul. You've got Madonna. You've got Ace of Ace from the 90s, which was just exciting to hear again. There was ABBA. There, well, that was ABBA Teens from the 2000s. Yes. And future podcast person Ronnie Diamond mm. is the one that introduced me to ABBA Teens. Yes. And so that, and then we also did a lot of Tink and Bangas, getting T- us in the new... New Orleans mood. Yes. You told me they were New Orleans based, which was a surprise for me. Yes. Tank and the Bangas. And they are this R&B hip hop soul jazz group that mixes music and spoken word and amazing lyrics. And they're fantastic. And they are based out of New Orleans. And they had their first real like post-COVID concert this weekend. We and didn't it was, get to see them. We did not get to see them. It but was maybe sold ne- out. Maybe next time. Maybe next time. So yes, we did make it safely with our road trip. That was a really nice road trip, just being on the open road, testing out your new Jeep. Yep, testing out the new Jeep. And we were staying in the Treme, which we were three blocks away from the French Quarter itself. But we got to feel like we were locals. Oh my gosh. Like, staying in the Treme in this cute little neighborhood where... Everyone was so friendly when you walked by, and it was just really, really great. And one of the things most people recognize New Orleans for is the food. Yes, and I can tell you that, I mean, we're going right back to Sassam Bar tonight just to get something that I know will be good because I miss all of my New Orleans food. I've had so much fish in me the past week. 
I love it. But it's it's funny that the place that we always talked about before that we were looking forward to the most wasn't actually even like a Cajun style or New Orleans style place. It was Juan's Flying Burrito. Juan's Flying Burrito is our favorite restaurant in New Orleans. And we always go to the one over in the Garden District on Magazine Street. Yes, although I hear the one on CBD and the other one are also great as well. Yep. But yes, that one. And it is Creole Mexican, as they said on the menu. So yes. that one did make me feel a little bit better that it did have a little bit of a, a special twang to it but it was just so good the flying burrito had the three different proteins like the shrimp and the meat and the chicken the chorizo and the chicken and the shrimp and it's life-changing like this burrito is so good it's very rare that i have food in my mouth that makes me have orgasm noises <laughs> but i was mmm and ah like the entire time i was eating it was so good the other restaurant that I was most looking forward to us finding, and I couldn't exactly remember where it is, and now it's going to be forever in my memory because I we passed by it so many times. I was going to say, it's also funny because it's one of the main ones you had to pass to get from our home. So, <laughs> But it was Pere Antoine, and they are home of the jambalaya omelet. Yes, so you combine the jambalaya, which is famous in New Orleans. Yes, and theirs is so good. Yes, and then you add that into an omelet, which is a breakfast food, therefore making it one of Stephen's favorite meals. And then they had a cheese sauce with it, and it's just so good all in a row. Yeah, it's very rare that you can go five years without having something and having it be as good as you remembered it. Yep. And you even had the same thing again the next morning for breakfast. After I was like, it. it's that good. I might as well do it again because I talked about it for five years. Yes, I did one with a little more of the, the other different seafoods and it had more peppers and stuff and it was equally good as well. But the jambalaya omelet is just something special to try while you're in New Orleans. You have to go to Pere Antoine's. Antoine. And it is at the corner of... St. Anne and Royal Street. Yes. And there's Remy's favorite restaurant we were there <laughs> actually was because they had a dog-specific menu, and that was Lucy's Retired Surfers Bar. Yes, and that was, he absolutely loved that. There were four or five items on the menu. Yep, it was a surfer menu. F-U-R. Ha-ha. And, like, their food was good, and... But we mainly went there so that Remy could have a meal that was just for him. And he did, and he loved it. And it was, it, the food was good. The service was fantastic. Like, everybody in New Orleans is so friendly. So friendly. Yes. I mean, as, and that brings us to our, even our last restaurant, the grapevine that we love so much. Yes. The, rest, we the, the waitress there was beautiful and lovely. Oh, and it had the best courtyard. And for it, tapas. And yes. And yeah, we did. Three small plates that we shared, and then they did. I love the fillet there that they had with the potatoes. That um, sauce, the medallions, just... and oh, everything was so good. And like, we did not have a bad meal while we were there. And you can't always say that on a vacation, but I don't think we've ever had a bad meal in New Orleans. No, agreed. We haven't had a bad meal. We haven't had a bad trip to the bars, and we didn't even like. So we went only on three tours this time. Yes. We kept it smaller and... A tour a day keeps the leg cramps away. <laughs> because we walked over 10 miles every single day. Yes, exactly. So we started off with the Bad Bitches of New Orleans tour. Which, so that dealt with... Bad Bitches? All the women that were um, in control of the crime or... They were the murderers, and 
you know, the women that were not going to let a man tell them what they could or could not do. Exactly. And so, of course, you had Madame LaLaurie, who just killed a whole bunch of people and then experimented on them. them. And then there, of course, was Marie Laveau. But they talked about... In a good way. She wasn't a bad, bad bitch. She was more of just a, ooh, bad bitch. Yeah. And it was fantastic. We did a tour of the Garden District and the history of the houses and the architecture. And I've never been a big nerd for architecture, but the way that Seth... Our tour guide to talked about it was just awesome, and you could tell how much like he loved it. But like looking at the columns as masculine with the ironwork as feminine, feminine was something that you never seen until you like explain it that way, and then you see it. Yeah, and because you're thinking, you know, to create that ironwork, that's like Hephaestus and the hammer mm-hmm. and the like fire and stuff. And but they're like to add ironwork to the front of a house would create a feminine look. But the Greek columns they, they that have the Little curly things, though, those are all considered masculine. Well, because it's a long, thick pillar, babe. Do you see where I'm going with it? I get the whole penis reference. Yes. What a surprise. We take something that could be maybe turned into a penis and make it masculine. Yeah. And then our last tour was one done as part of Drag Queen Tours with... Quinn and Quinn was probably my, the, my favorite tour guide. Quinn of any was of my the trips. best tour guide. She was fantastic, and it was all about the history of sex work in New Orleans, as well as the queer history. And that really, she delved into a side of the history that everyone yeah, hears about, from. but they all stay away from. Exactly. Yeah, because normally they're like, "Oh yeah," and like at one point, being that we were in the South, we might or might not have had slaves. Tee hee. Right. And she's like, "No, they owned people, and it was bad." And here's where they would sell them, and over here's where they'd sell their kids, and yeah. like, or here were all the madams, and how the brothels were separated into brothels for. Everyone are brothels for white people. And yeah, and, the, and then, like, the brothels for the, the color people, yeah. as they called them, and, like, back then. And, you know, the way that they separated it all was just really interesting, the story. But the way that she told it was just so engaging. So if you're going to New Orleans and you're looking for an interesting tour, definitely, like, Look for Google, drag queen Lou, tours yeah, with Lou, Quinn. Yep. And you're not going to regret it. Now, the superstar of our trip yes. was Remy. Yes. You would think that being that it was for us, it would be you or me. You would think so, but every, he was beloved by everyone. Yes, he was well-behaved everywhere. He was well-behaved everywhere. Everyone kept saying, oh, how cute he is. And he never complained. He walked his little butt everywhere. Like, we'd carry him some, but then he'd like, I'd like down, please. Yes, well, it also helped that we spoiled him at two amazing shops, or I would say they were furbula shops. (laughs) So there was Southern Paws. Yes, which is how every dog store should be with the way that they handled their bakery, where the baked goods, because they were affordable to make, were affordable to buy. Like each one was $2 or less. Most were or less. Like 65 cents for the little, like, sweet tart looking ones that Remy fell in love with. Like, they. All the food was beautiful. They did. We got to do pictures with Remy with the Easter bunny, which I can't wait to see. I know we should be getting those this week. So I'm very excited to see that. And then the other store that was a fashion boutique for dogs was called Chihuahua Gaga. Yes. A fashion bow. Wow. 
boutique. <laughs> That's what I would call that. But yes, and, Remy got his pajamas. He got a fabulous collar with the Mardi Gras bells that he got to wear out. Yep, he got um, these rainbow leg warmers. Yes, to keep his legs warm in the cold of winter. And I tried to get him to wear a wig, but he was not having it. He said, no, Daddy, if you won't wear wigs, I won't wear wigs. And I was like, sweetie, I will wear a wig. And he was like... No, I'm still not doing it. Yes. And it was super, super adorable. And, like, we will definitely post a picture of his PJs whenever he wears them. Yes. Because they were, like, your Mike Brady pajamas, like, button all the way up, one-piece thing. Super cute. Yes. And so Remy had a great time. One place Remy was not able to come to, though— was one of my highlights, which after a long day of work, I had almost forgotten to put in our outline. And he almost got in trouble, but I was going to say, you were kind enough to help remind me that we did get remarried. We did. Since this was for our five-year wedding anniversary, we went through with a voodoo remarriage recommitment ceremony with Bloody Mary of Bloody Mary's Haunted Tours and Museum, who we had done a tour with over our honeymoon five years ago. Yes, and so it was a great revisit of the old as well as having the new experience with her because that was a, a group experience. And while we had the seance to be, to begin with beforehand, which was awesome and worked and it was like, yeah, like creepy in a good way. It was the... Like we have to report back to some loved ones before we would share any sort of experiences because they were just something that like were really awesome. Yeah, and, and it's really personal. And yes, but it it was impressive. But the ceremony itself was Bloody Mary, the Hair Witch, and you and I. We and jumped the broom. We did. We jumped the broom. She blessed us from the four corners. Called upon different of the of our ancestors, and then the special founders of the voodoo of New Orleans to bless us. And, you know, there was blessed with fire and earth and air and water. And it was really special. And she gave, we decorated two voodoo dolls. Yes. That then she blessed. And after she had bound our wrists together, as we made vows and promises to each other again, then she took that binding and bound the, voodoo dolls together we need to spit on them later we do you have to you have to feed them and you have to spit on them and give them part of yourself give them some of your hair talk to them whisper good words to them and put them in a place of prominence which we have yes it's by her tv says very prominent yes but it's also where we have our voodoo dolls that she blessed for us over our honeymoon yes And so it was just a beautiful experience, and I just thank you so much for getting it set up. You're very welcome, and I, like, as soon as we were talking about this, I was, and I was thinking, oh, we should do something with Bloody Mary again. So I started looking through all the things she does, and her business has grown since the last time. And Significantly, uh, she's a storefront. Yeah. She's wonderful. Yeah, and so I saw in there weddings and so i called her up and i was like look here's what's going on she's like we can do something special perfect well it certainly was very very special and one of the fun things that wasn't wedding related 
was a shop called No Rules. Yes, because nothing draws us than high men's fashion for a place that follows no rules. Yeah, and I found this amazing brocade waistcoat with long tails. Which was gorgeous on you. It was amazing, and I love it. Yes, and and I got rainbow denim pants. That are fabulous. fabulous. Yes. And then you had those, like, kind of harem pant type of things that look so comfy. Yeah, that I would be wearing around the house. But if I had a million dollars, or if burlesque was still happening locally where I could dress up every month, <laughs> I would have had to open up a line of credit in that oh, store. there are so many more things because, there I wanted. Well, I mean... There was like a lot with like the, the way that they worked like the men's leather. It was like a nice mix between like sexy and fashionable. Mm-hmm. Like so it wasn't like horse like some of the other like men's leather stuff that I'm now, into. And, but this was like a mixture between the masculine and feminine. It had the hard and the soft. Oh, and they had like the so raven feather shoulder shawl thing where that it was, was straight just, out of Game of Thrones. Oh, I would wear that around my shoulders like with like all the time, all the time. Like that would be just part of my like daily walk to work. Just. And, like, no visit to New Orleans would be complete if there weren't some bars involved. Yes, exactly. And as much as people always ask about hurricanes, that's not our drink not of New at Orleans. All. No. Like, and I don't think it's what the locals consider their drink either, because if you're looking up and down bourbon at what people are drinking, there's it, something you see. It's the hand grenade. Yes, and the hand grenade is the best mix of lighter fluid and sugar I've ever tasted. <laughs> so it is grain alcohol and this amazing blend of melon flavors and... It's so good. It doesn't taste like alcohol, Mm-mm. which is why the dangerous, it's dangerous. part. Yeah. And then it is apparently the strongest drink in Bourbon Street. And, and it is so, so good. And we also went to some off the. Because we're. We were, locals. Yeah. we were locals. We for were the week. locals. We were the living week. locally in an apartment. We were making friends with locals. Because um, we went to Bar Tonique on North Rampart and we met Kelly and Kendall, who yes. are local, and they were amazing. Yes. And so there was just a great local bar with craft cocktails. Yes. And then there was Grand Prix, which, which is, is your, like your like, neighborhood gay, gay bar. bar. Yes. The, the, the neighborhood gay bar that we wish we had yeah. in Sarasota exists there because they have the gay bars, you know, up and down St. Anne and on Bourbon Street but that were that, fun. But like there was just like that. You could tell that was one of the ones where the locals go. Yeah, because like we walked in, the bartender was immediately like, who are you? Per- You're new. Yeah, personable, friendly, where you go to any of the bars on Bourbon Street and it's a transaction. Yeah, because they want you out of the way for the next people. We went to Good Friends and we stopped in at the Rawhide. And then there was also Betty's. Sure. Yes, Betty's. Where, yeah. yeah. And those three weren't right on the strip. So the bartenders were friendlier. And yeah. But Grand Prix was one where they were like, you know, how long are you in for? Where are you staying? Oh, Let here's where you should go to dinner. Go here, go there. So oh, make sure you go out and sit in the courtyard and like and like the drinks were like two bucks or three bucks. Yeah, and, and they were stronger than the ones that were three times the price on both streets. So yes, definitely check out Grand Prix if you're in the family and in the area. And like this was probably they said their second weekend of having business again since. The pandemic started. Yes. And so, you know, everywhere you go in, masks are required, whether it was a restaurant, a bar, or shopping, 
Masks are required on your walking tours. Masks are required. But nobody really fought it. And that was nice no. to see, too. Yeah, I only overheard like one or two Karens making an issue of it. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> yes. She, Mom's name is Karen. So when she, I make fun of Karens, Mom doesn't like it, even though she's not a Karen. No, Mom is the non-Karen Karen. Yes. But that was, and so I'm happy that things in New Orleans are starting to come back. And all of the businesses and the people that we've mentioned we wish you guys nothing but success. And thank you for an amazing five-year anniversary trip. Yes. Thank you for welcoming us into your home city and making us feel like we live there, too. Yep. And hey, you. Hey, you. I love you. I love you. Yes. And I also love our listeners. Yes. And they can find us on all the socials at Happy Life Pod, And so that's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, they can also get in touch with us by email. Yes, email us. We would love to hear what your favorite parts of New Orleans have been during your visits as well. So email us so we know where to go next time we go on our vacation and we can give you a shout out about how much we love it. So email us at happylifepod at gmail.com. That's H-A-P-P-Y-L-I-F-E-P-O-D at gmail.com. And until next time, everyone, stay, stay happy. happy.